All right, Kyle. Uh, I do remember a certain podcast and certain hosts from a podcast saying, why not a blowout? That's exactly what we got. Clearly, the Avalanche listened to Locked on Avalanche because there's no other explanation for the Avalanche to route the San Jose Sharks six to nothing. This makes you feel good, at least for the next 48 hours. Let's get into this game. New episode of Locked on Avalanche coming at you. Your Locked on Avalanche, your daily podcast on the Colorado Avalanche. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, everybody, welcome to the latest edition of Locked on Avalanche. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making this your first listen of the day. That's always appreciated. I'm your host, Chris Maselli. With me, as always, Mr. Shaggy Von Doom, Kyle Sullivan. Follow us on our social media outlets, LLP and underscore Avalanche on Twitter, Locked On Avalanche on Instagram. Questions, comments, concerns, and opinions to Locked On Avalanche at gmail.com. And, of course, follow us on our YouTube channel over on YouTube. Hit subscribe. Get notified when a new show goes live we have a sound check to get to we can finally uh, get back to the winning songs that we like to uh <laughs> pick for our sound check um but we're gonna kind of go through this game a six to nothing win for the colorado avalanche and if it wasn't the most dominant game of the year it's definitely with like in the top two or three I hesitate to really want to throw it up at number one because of the opponent. But at the same time, like we were saying yesterday, the way the Avalanche have been playing and and playing against some of the lesser teams in the league, nothing is guaranteed for this team right now. But this also goes to show you, you know, when when this team is down and and they know they can play better and, uh, you know, an opponent who is one of the worst teams in the league comes in, um, it was just... Uh, ripe for the picking for the avalanche to just roll over San Jose. They needed to, they had to, and, and they did. I am sick and tired of the Colorado avalanche taking their foot off in the third period. Now, um, <laughs> uh, enjoy the Connor Bedard sweepstakes sharks. After that performance, the yeah. avalanche did everything you wanted in that game. Um, you got scoring from all your favorite players. You got a shutout. You held the Sharks to 13 shots throughout the entire game. Mm-hmm. There was not an instance where you felt like your lead was in danger. Right. The team looked good. The passes looked good. Miko was a little chirpy, but... Not really, man. Not after well, when he got cross-checked goal, yeah. into the boards Which... and he scored that goal. Yeah. He was, he still said something. Yeah, he was. There was no (laughs) selly, it was right in the face of the stripes. I think it was almost like they're not gonna slap me with a penalty right after I score and then chirp at them. You know, I mean, that that's a bad look for the refs if they do that, but but it wasn't that bad. I, I think, and he had he was within his right there, yeah, to say something. That's a dangerous, dangerous hit, yeah, it was. It, yeah. it absolutely was. And it was that moment that we were talking about in yesterday's episode. This is where you have to step up and you have to, the, the sharks are going to be chippy. You, you know, that coming in and there were a couple hits that were questionable tempers didn't flare up, but you know, everybody is looking at Miko and how he's going to respond. And in that moment, you're just like, Oh, come on, please, please. And yeah. 
he he managed, and I'm sure he got a nice little chirp from Bednar when he got to the bench, like, "Hey, that's enough." But... Yeah, like like I said, like I I wonder what was said, but because I don't like when he got hit, he kind of just sat there on the ice and just kind of like put his you know palms up, as if to say nothing. And you know, if this was two days ago, he would have been saying something. But because of everything that happened, it's almost like, okay, lesson learned. What am I going to do? Uh, I'll get up and I'll just keep playing. And oh, oh my God, look what's happening. Now we have a two on one and I'm going to rip home a, a goal, which was a power play goal, I believe. Yeah. So I, I think in some weird way, it's like he kind of just, he can now look at this and say, okay, wow, look what happens if I just keep my mouth shut and, and play. Although I wouldn't have had a problem if he wanted to say something after that play, because that that's you can't you can't be having those. But the fact that they didn't call anything on that twice, there was two yeah. different plays. Um, who was the other there? Who was the other? They say that got cross checked into the board. Cogs, maybe it got it. Uh, it's escaping, but there was another one. There was yeah, another one, and and they didn't call it. Uh, I, I don't know why they're just letting that go left and right, but but I, I would have been okay if Miko got a little chippy after that play. But I think because of like we were saying yesterday, the the you know the, the kind of reputation he's getting, I liked seeing. I didn't like seeing that play, mm-hmm. but I like seeing him turn around. Sure, give the refs a look. Just say like, okay, nothing. Okay, I'll get back up and keep playing, and then immediately net a goal. That was awesome. I, I hate that we're now watching Avalanche games with like certain lenses. Like we have to watch Bo Byram hits in a certain way. And now we're watching Miko, almost like that scene in Angels in the Outfield where they tell Danny Glover, stop using profanity and the Angels will help out the team. Right. Like that's how we're watching. Uh, that's how we're watching Miko now. It's like, yeah. oh, he got hit. There was something 50 50 there. How is he going to react? And is this mm-hmm. going to be a penalty that we have to kill off? It's. It's something we got to watch for the remaining 20 games of the season. They do. But this is, a, a, I think, a step in the right direction. Because if mm-hmm. he if he can keep his cool after something like that, um, it, I think you know it looks pretty good for him to hopefully continue to do that. But that, that obviously remains to be seen. Um, yeah, the goal that he did score was the lone power play goal. And I'm not going to sit here and say, like, well, if let's nitpick and, and talk about the avalanche one for five on the power play, uh, you know, uh, th- th- they were moving the puck around. Just, like they, they were in possession of the puck. It seemed like the entire game. Yeah. I can't remember a, a good rush that the sharks had or a, a moment where they really kept the puck in their offensive zone that really uh, gave Georgiev like a run for his money. It t- had to make a sprawling save or anything like that. This was avalanche, and even even up six to nothing in the third, you you know, so, like we're saying, like you get a a team that's down like that, and then they just throw caution to the wind and just go for broke and just throw everything they can at, on net. The Sharks couldn't even muster that, right? Um, it was it, it, th- let's see, six shots on goal in the third for uh, San Jose, it, thirteen total. The tempo of the entire game, it felt like the Avalanche were on a. 60 minute power play really did man and when was... the the sharks went on the penalty kill they were so defeated there was no wind in their sails there was nothing usually the avalanche take advantage of a penalty kill when you make a mistake 
they capitalize and they can make that one extra pass, open it up. There's your goal. But the Sharks were so defeated in that moment. It was just everybody collapsed right around the crease. Like there was no mistakes. There was no real effort on the penalty kill, which is what made the power play look like we were passing too much and getting too cute with our possessions because the Sharks just weren't even really trying at that point. It was almost a mercy rule. I was thinking the same thing early. Like, you know, it was all these goals happened in the first and, and second, right? They didn't get anything in the third, I don't believe. Let me just double check on that. Uh, no, nothing. So everything, yeah. And I was thinking that same thing. I was like, man, if this was like Little League Baseball, this might be yep. some mercy rule. And, and yeah, Georgiev, um, 13 shots on net, uh, zero high danger attempts. None. Give him a Vesna. So, <laughs> so and and obviously they didn't score a goal. Um, and the expected goals for San Jose was 0.78. So it wasn't even like the, the, so the, shots, the shots they were getting on net were not even like high danger shots or, ex, or or shots that you would expect a goal. You don't really see that from an NHL caliber team. And, and when you have a team that's <clears> – <throat> on the standings where they are and a team like the avalanche who are, you know, in a playoff position, they're not at the top of the standings, obviously, but they are obviously a very good team. There's a big discrepancy between these two teams. And even when they, they play each other, it shouldn't be this wide in terms of like the deep analytics and the stats, you know, you look at things like, um, for five on five, actually, no, for, for all situations. So five on five and power plays uh, and penalty kills. So the Corsi four for the avalanche, which is all shots thrown to the net, blocked, missed, otherwise, was 70. The Corsi against was 35. So basically the Sharks had 30, you look at it this way, the Sharks had 35 shots that they attempted to throw on net that were either blocked, they missed the net, so they had 13 shots on of those 35 shots thrown toward the nets. They had 13 shots, which actually Georgiev had to save. It's and, just, it was just a, a complete dominant effort, and you just saw you know the the difference between these two teams, and how many times during the season like this should be a game that the Avalanche should just have in their hand in their grasp for the duration of it, and it hasn't happened here and there against teams like San Jose. This night, it, it was totally in their hands for, like you said, the full 60. And the Sharks believed in this roster enough to scratch Jacob McDonald. You know, I thought about him early. Um, and, and and like, Cout, too. I was like, oh, maybe we'll see those guys. And then as the game went on and then the scoring just happened, completely left my mind that these – It's these, nice to wow. see Nico Sturm again. Yeah. Numbers in the rafters, right? <laughs> You won a cup. That's all that matters. Um, all right. More to get to with this game. We'll break down some individual stats. Uh, they are impressive, as you might think, when it's a 6 to nothing game. <clears throat> and, of course, our sound check to get to. First, we're going to talk about FanDuel. And we are in the midst of the NBA season. So it's the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Because new customers get the no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Then you can bet on everything from the money line to point scores 
and three-pointers drained. Plus, FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with the same game parlay. So don't miss the chance to get that no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets. When you go to FanDuel.com slash locked on, that's FanDuel.com slash locked on to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. All right, so uh, we'll get into more with this uh, dominating performance here. I, I, I'm happy because, like, it, it was just you, you, you had those three games that just, you know, two of them you looked bad, and then the cracking game, which you just let slip through your hands, even though you didn't play 100% in that game. You just, those are the games you got to battle out. You gain a point, fine. Um, but this was, one of those, it's like, okay, are we back on track again? And I, I, I hesitate to just be like, oh, the abs are back. Um, but you, for at least for you know this day off, you're gonna feel good. I don't care how how good or bad or up and down the season has gone. When you play a game like this and you shut out a team six to nothing, don't even care that they're you know a team that's in in the running for Connor Bedard. Um, you needed this win. You needed this win in this fashion. And it's never guaranteed that you can, you know, blow a team out in this sport, which is why yeah. I love this sport so much because it's so difficult to win a game and win a championship. And uh, we've obviously witnessed the Avalanche do all that stuff, but this year has not come easy for them. They're in a good spot for a playoff spot, and the, you know they have the percentages of them getting a playoff spot are very high. But you would just like to see them be a little bit more consistent. I don't know if this is, is going to help them do that for the remainder of the season. But I'm honestly not thinking about that right now. I think this was just a, a good, solid win. Everybody contributed. We talk about time on ice a lot. Uh, when, you, when you have uh, a game like this, your time on ice is going to be pretty pretty even, and it was. So nobody was overworked. Georgiev wasn't overworked. And things just – you had the game in control. This is one of those, I know we, we said it yesterday, with a stretch of games, we're not making excuses if they lose. I'm also not ready to, here we go, back-to-back cups, baby. Like, if you hold a team to 13 shots, mm-hmm. that racks up 30 minutes of penalty time, and you should beat them. It doesn't matter who they are. Yeah. Um, like, this was a poor performance from the Sharks and a good performance from the Avalanche. They need to go into this Kings game not with the attitude of, see, this is how this is how it's done, boys. Let's go. No, this is how we need to do it night in, night out. Right. Like, let's keep this rolling. Not, we figured it out. Congratulations. High fives in the locker room. This is it. Mm-hmm. No, it's this is a build upon this process. You can do more, and you just, you want to see the same performance in the Kings game. You don't want to see them take their foot off the gas. No, not at all. Uh, and then it just gives them confidence. You know, yeah. you get back in the, the W column, you get another uh, two points. It just gives you confidence, especially letting those three games slip through in, in different fashion. Uh, Stat-wise, um, Avs, you know, we were talking about the Sharks in the 13 shots on goal. Avs with 43. So just total domination there. And what did they have in the third? Uh, they only had nine in the third. So 19 in the first period was just... Once things got going, 
there was yeah. a little bit back and forth for a couple minutes and then it was just nothing but avalanche possession for that first and second really 19 shots in the first for the abs 15 in the second um that pesky face-off percentage hey all right, we're going to nitpick on that too. The abs couldn't even uh, win the faceoff percentage. What the heck? Uh, but it was close, 53 to 48 in favor of the Sharks. Uh, zero for three on the power play for San Jose while the Avalanche went one for five. Um, wow, San Jose with 42 hits on the night. I guess when you're down that much, you don't really have much going <laughs> offensively and you're playing defense pretty much the entire game. You have nothing to do but just throw your body around. If you can't score, if you can't pass, if you can't block shots, you're going to hit. <laughs> yeah. What else are you going to do? <laughs> um, points, individual, Kale McCarr with a four-point night. One goal, three assists. He was a plus five on the night. Uh, stick with the defense. Uh, Devon Taves with two assists. He was a plus four on the night. Sammy G with an assist. Um, you go over to the forwards. Found the Chuskin with a four-point night. Same same stat line. One goal, uh, three assists, although he was a plus four, not a plus five like McCarr. Um, Nathan McKinnon continues his hot streak. Was it 12 goals in uh, 12 games now? Add an assist to that. So two points for him. He was a plus four. Arturi Lekkinen, um, he had a goal and assist. He was a plus four. I mean, this is just... Isn't it Mulgan with another goal? So that was his only point. You had Matt Nieto with an assist and uh, Miko Rentanen with that one power play goal. Um, just top to bottom. I mean, you, you had so you had Bounderschuskin with a four plus four, McKinnon plus four, Lekkinen plus four, Taves plus four, Makar plus five. That's five guys who are plus minus of plus four. And it's that was. Nate's 12th goal in 13 games. He was scoreless in that Dallas game. Um, in 13 games? Okay. Yeah, he, he didn't well, score. Yeah, he didn't score in the uh, Dallas game. He right, didn't. but I, I, I don't, I'm not saying it as like he's had one goal in each of the last 12 oh, games. I think yeah, it's been, no, I think yeah, it's been yeah. like two goals somewhere there. So he's had 12 and 12. And not it's, necessarily that he scored 12 in a row. It's just been 12 goals. And also, if for Kale to come out with this performance shortly after he had that sound blurb, of I get back in the lineup and we're losing games. Like, you know, he took it on. Like, it's been yeah. bothering Kale. Like, the team oh, was sure. looking good. I joined the team and now everything falls apart. And not just Kale stepping up, but Nuke. He hasn't looked right for the past couple games. Now he looks like Nachushkin. So, this is what you want to see. Uh, I, I, you know, this is, um, Peter Ball, well, Peter Ball retweeted it. But Bennett Durando, who um, he worked right for the Denver Post, obviously. So he uh, he just put up a quote from Val Nachuskin. This is his first um, four point game since his mm -hmm. rookie season. Yep, against the Flames. Was it against the Flames? Wow. I mean, as well as he's played since he's come over to the Avalanche. Thought maybe there was one four point game somewhere in there, um, but no. no. So that's that's good, man. That's really good. So um, we're trying to get some uh, quotes from Bednar. I don't really think he's going to have anything negative to say about this one. Um, you wouldn't think there. Honestly, this is one of those games that you would point back to in the film room. Like this was this is exactly what you want to do. 
This is what we need to build on. And it's one of those that you need to point back to when you have an embarrassing loss and things fall apart like they have been. Like what happened between here and here? What do we have to adjust? Because this is the Avalanche team we know they can be. Right. Exactly. Um, all right. A couple other things to get to with this game. And then, of course, we'll finish things up with our sound check. But first, we are going to hear from Built Bar. If you're looking for a delicious treat but don't want all of those fats and calories, then you've got to try Built Bar. We are into the month of March, and there's always time to get back onto that New Year's resolution horse. If you want to eat a little bit healthier, then you've got to include Built Bar in that healthy diet. What makes Built Bar so good? For starters, they're covered in 100% real chocolate. Yes, Kyle, real chocolate. And they the come in unbelievably great flavors like churro, peanut butter brownie, coconut almond. And like we always say, check the website because they keep coming out with brand new flavors. What did they just drop? Mr. Mint Sullivan? chocolate puff. Hey, now. And you're the puff guy. I am. So uh, maybe we'll have to order those and uh, we'll get a firsthand account from Just Mr. Call Shaggy. Me Shaggy Von Puff. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, new new Twitter account incoming. Uh, I don't know if the the mint ones will be available in store. I know they're available online, but yes, if uh, even if they're not, you can still go to places like Walmart and Sam's Club and pick up Built Bar firsthand. If you want to order them online, feel free. You can still go to built.com. And use that promo code LOCKED15. You'll still get 15% off. But you can head into Walmart, head over to the pharmacy section, and pick up a box of Built Bars yourself. You can get the cookies and cream and double chocolate or coconut puff. And Sam's Club even has a 13-bar box of the hit flavors, brownie batter and churro. Check out Built Bar. We've talked about them often. They're delicious. They're awesome. They're healthy. They're good for you. And you can thank us later. All right. Um, so, yeah, I, I, what I love, like, yeah, we, we can talk about individual players and I want to talk about Kale McCarr. And and I know there's a lot of people out there right now who are probably just taking this win with like a grain of salt because it wasn't the Sharks. Uh, but like I said before, like nothing was guaranteed. I didn't go into this game thinking like this is going to be a slam dunk. I, 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 I meant what I said in yesterday's episode saying like I'm at the point with with this avalanche team. We're getting into the middle of March. And we've just had this up and down season. Do I expect that every single game? No. Are the Aves, Aves capable of that? Yes, they are. Yep. And they clearly showed it. And I think Kale McCarr needed to have a game like this since coming back from, you know, obviously what happened to him with his, you know, his concussions, right? Um, one to just get hit. We're talking about team having confidence. I'm not saying Kale McCarr lacks confidence. But since he's come back, it's, you know, the abs have been on that losing streak. You talked about his kind of tongue-in-cheek comment. But to have a four-point night and a plus-minus, a plus-five, like everything was – he was just flying everywhere. And that one move that he made where he went around three different defenders and found Arturi Lekkinen was – I and I was just about to use the comment, and I think someone, I think, tweeted it out like vintage Kale McCarr. And we're using vintage already for for Camel Carr, like he's this antique that's been yeah, in the no. league for for seventeen years. He he was fantastic, and you you like seeing a guy who clearly can can take over the ice, do that, 
So all of these little things, not even little, all these things that, that, that they, that they kind of just ran over San Jose with now, I hate to say, you just want to see them do it again against a much better opponent in Los Angeles. And I know we've been kind of jumping on the sharks, but it wasn't too long ago. They took Dallas to overtime, if I'm not mistaken. They did, uh, and 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 they just beat Winnipeg. Yeah, that's yeah the other exactly. Thing. They and, did and, before. This is a back to back too. Yes. We kind of do have to throw that out there too. But they did just beat Winnipeg the night before in, in overtime, no less. But and um, those maybe, are and, and Winnipeg is struggling a little bit. But it's neither here nor there. I don't care who's struggling. If San Jose beats you, that's not a good look for you. Yeah, and it's it's two foes that have given the Avalanche problems that San Jose beat. So the Aval for Kale McCarr to get out there and get his confidence. That's what you want to see. I guess the the next guy to step up would be Erod. I've never seen a more snake bitten player in my life. Mm-hmm. He's got to he's got to get one because he is trying his best and nothing's going in. But to see uh, that that discrepancy, one. oh, twice he he almost had one that was wide open that went off the post in the first period, and then he tried to go around and yeah. tuck one in, and that didn't go in. So he's Uh-oh. having issues. But for Kale McCarr to build on this. This is exactly what you want going into the rest of the stretch and deeper into March, which we've already talked about, can be difficult. Um, are the Sharks – I mean, what, what what is the long-term deal or, or plan for, for this? Like, I, 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 you hear things like Chicago has a plan. Mm-hmm. Arizona, it doesn't seem like it. They have a, a plan. Um, the sharks, all I heard was, it's just like, oh, we're just going to fire sale everybody. And then we'll just, I guess, build through the draft. I think they're just doing the, what the, I guess that would be the plan, but I, I just haven't heard what, but it just seems like they want to get rid of everybody and just start completely over. They still have Carlson, obviously, who was very unhappy at the end of that game. He got removed for, he launched his helmet across the ice. Yeah. <laughs> That's when, you know, you know, your, your coach just went off a couple days ago. Um, so it just seems like even knowing that your team is going to struggle for the season, it seems like it's reached a boiling point for the sharks, uh, where your coach has lost his temper, not in this game. Um, but in this game, Carlson did, and I get it. Like he had a bloody mouth and nothing was called. Uh, but to do that, to, to, to kind of take your helmet and launch it across the ice, um, I think this team is just – they just want to get to the finish line with this season. And what are they going to do in the offseason? I, I don't I don't know. I, I, this team has just free, gone into free fall. It's the first year for this new GM. Um, you right. want to – honestly, you saw Patty Kane leave Chicago for this reason. You don't want to stick around to watch the team completely rebuild from scratch. And that's what the Sharks are going through. Okay. And they're putting themselves in an optimal position to start – getting some prospects and some draft picks and really build from the ground up and not just kind of stay in the sixth or seventh spot in the West and just constantly be there forever. You have to accept where you are as a team and just rebuild. And that's where the sharks are. Yes. You could get easy two points off them this year, but guess what? In a couple of years, they might be knocking on the door of Colorado. So it's a, it's a good, easy two points now, but it will come back to haunt you in a couple of years. If they make the right moves. Yes, true. That's always the caveat you have to put with this is like, yeah, you're wanting to go through a rebuild and you have to draft well. You you do have to sign free agents. You have to get the right people. And that's not guaranteed either. Nope. So 
we'll we'll see. Uh, and I did want to just say, you know, Curtis McDermott obviously went into the boards uh, and then immediately went into the locker room. And and the the thing that sucks about that is there was minutes left in the game when that happened. Yeah. And it's not, you know, it's, it's kind of fluky things can happen even when, you know, six to nothing, you're trying to just be safe, roll your lines out, do short shifts, just get to the end of the game. And then something like that can happen. So uh, I don't see any update on him just yet. Probably not going to come tonight, but um, you feel bad for him because he just came back. Um, and Looking now, pretty good too. Uh, yeah. I mean, everybody did. So, all right. Last bit of info to get to is our sound check. So um, Kyle and I pick two songs that we feel best summarize the most recent action. Those songs go over to a playlist over on Spotify. If you want to follow that, just open up the app, search for LOA Soundcheck, volume number two, and follow along as we add these two songs to that playlist. Who do you got? Coming from the heavy metal punk guy. Mm -hmm. We're going with a good one. Okay. X is going to give it to you. <laughs> DMX, baby. <laughs> The late great, right? The late great. Oh, rest, rest in power, my yeah. DMX. Oh, that's it's. Uh, oh, I love DMX. But yeah. this is here we go again. Uh, we've been here. We've been. Right. We have celebrated. The Avs are back, baby. And then what right. is going on with the Avs? And the Avs are back, baby. Here we go again. It's right. nice. We're here. This is what you want to see. But let's keep it this way. I like it. I like when you need to flip the script every once in a while and <clears throat> throw a different genre in there. Um, and I'm kind of kind of do the same thing. Um, one of my all time favorite artists grew up on Beck. Mm. Absolutely love Beck. And one of those guys that, yeah, you, you can't really pigeonhole him into one genre because he's kind of all over the place. Um, but uh, he, he had a song called Hell Yes. And that's exactly what I'm going with for obvious reasons. Yep. Just because that's what I just felt like when this, you, you, like, I usually watch Avalanche games like just intently and and you know every like detail. And I'm writing a ton of notes, and I still did that with this game. But there were moments in like the third where you know I I went into the kitchen and got myself uh, you know a seltzer water or something like this, just because I didn't. It was okay to miss some things, and and because you you had this game was in hand. And it just it let me let out a like hell yes by the end of this one. So, and I love that at the end of the year when everybody's listening back to this playlist, they'll be like, "Oh, that must have been during a good stretch." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you can tell yeah. if you're going through this playlist, you know where the losses are and where yep. the wins are. So, uh, yeah, follow along. It's fun. All right, uh, that's gonna wrap it up for today. Uh, we will be back tomorrow with anything new and exciting going on and uh, probably getting ready for that LA Kings game because that's uh, going to be a big one. All right. It's going to wrap it up for today, everybody. Thank you for tuning in, making it your first listen of the day. Obviously, it's always appreciated. For Mr. Shaggy Von Doom, Kyle Sullivan, I am Chris Maselli, and this is the Locked on Avalanche podcast. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. See you later. Go, Abs, Go! Go!